0: The kuberry plant was one of the planet's great puzzlements. Cooberries had never been much good for anything. They were poisonous. The thorns were sharp, the leaves sticky, and the blossoms small. Once they got a start, the damn bushes were almost impossible to kill. Worse, they grew so fast you could watch them grow. While the birds were still ferrying shoots in daily, bushes sprang up from the first plantings and grew waist high overnight. Their roots spreading out to cover the field between the town and Satok's house and climbing up the house's exterior. When that happened, Krizuk called the whole village to come and see. His mother's dry eyes watched the incursion despairingly. No, she said, now Patabi is punishing us for ever listening to Satok, for letting him harm it. Matthew Luzon resisted the urge to hold his nose. To say the least, Brother Howling smelled extremely gamey. Braddock was tempted to open the helicopter’s door to escape the stench. As they approached land, a message came in from Moonbase. Captain Torkel requests that all council members get in touch with him immediately. He is currently tracking the activities of the Shanake of McGee’s Pass. Matthew needed to hear no more. "Take us directly to McGee’'s pass pilot he ordered, and the man gave him a thumbs-up signal and headed up the coast. The pilot cursed as he flew beyond the village over a field heavily overgrown with vines stretching from the houses all the way to a stone farmstead about half a mile distant. What the frag have they done to the fraggin' helipad? Set it down anywhere, man, Matthew commanded. The plants will cushion the skids. The pilot landed, crushing a good half-metre into the surrounding vegetation. Matthew impatiently tore open the door and leapt out, and instantly regretted it. His legs caught fire all the way to the crotch, and thousands of tiny needles stung through his pants, boots, and undergarments to tear at his flesh with each tiny movement. He screamed. Braddock jumped down to help him, and he too began to scream. A young man sitting atop a rock in the sea of singing brambles called out, "'Can I help you, sir?' "'Get us out of here,' Matthew demanded, "'and take us to your Sharnake and Captain Fisk at once.' "'Never heard of no Captain Fisk,' the boy called back lazily, "'obviously enjoying their situation, "'and we ran the sharnakee off. "'I'd very much like to talk to you about that, son. "'Please get us out of here.' The boy shrugged and disappeared. Matthew and Braddock sat in the copter while a crew of villagers arrived with various stones and pieces of boar to make a path for them. The boy ran across the stones and grabbed him by the arm. You'd best hurry, sir, or the coop rambles will be a-growing over these two. With the boy leading them, they reached the nearest of the hovels. There they were joined by the rest of the village. Matthew turned to their guide. Now, my boy... "'I am a bit confused. "'I was supposed to meet Captain Fisk "'and the shanaki of this village here. "'Have I indeed been brought to Magee's Pass?' "'That's where you are, sir,' said the woman of the house. "'And the best way to explain, sir, "'is by singing you the song we made.' "'Krizzuk stood stock still "'and began to chant in an eerie sing-song style. "'A stranger came among us to dig. "'He came among us, he said, to teach.' He said the planet's orange feet carried tails against us to other villages. He said if we were to heal, the feet must be killed. This to our shame we allowed. To our shame we heard his blows. To our shame we heard their cries. To our shame we did nothing. Until only shush, the silent and swift, survived. Where are our cats, the world's orange feet? No longer walking, bones except for shush. And when our world speaks to us again, as we have hoped and dreamed, it screams. Oh dear, Matthew could scarcely keep from rubbing his hands together with glee. Oh, that's terrible. I really think our best course is to resume our journey and seek to bring justice to you and people like you who are taken in by those who would mislead you. "'I hope I can count on you to repeat your song before the council when I call on you,' he added, addressing the boy. "'I'd be honoured, sir,' the boy said, although he sounded puzzled and wary. "'The villagers had to throw fresh stepping stones and logs over the brambles for Matthew's party to return to the helicopter.'